Tonight's episode certainly proves that anything can be used as a weapon. A tube sock. The scenario almost laughable. But as this sock began tightening, the helpless victim knew that this was no joke. Whether it's cotton, polyester, nylon, or wool, we know that this sock was 100% deadly. Let's go, tube sock. Hit me! Hey guys, welcome to Talk Murder Me. My name is John. I'm sitting here with Jen and Nicole. Tonight's episode, we are talking about the tube sock killer. The tube sock killer. Never been caught or anything else. But when I, uh, when I say we're talking about the tube sock killer, what do you think his MO is? Strangling. So, Nicole, when I say tube sock killer, what do you think about? Like, how would you use a tube sock to kill somebody? <laughs> Well, I'm I'm thinking maybe it's not that it's a weapon, but but perhaps it was like what the killer was wearing, like visibly, like tube socks and track shorts, you know. Oh, uh, so they got them on camera and shit. All right, tonight we're going to uh, span away. We are on live chat now. We're on Google Earth. We're going to Pacific Common Shopping Center, one seven nine one one Pacific Avenue. We're talking about, we're going to Washington, so we are dealing. Again? Yeah, we are dealing with the pull-up police. Puyallup. Puyallup. We're dealing with the pull-up police. Puyallup. Yeah, pull-ups are like this, not this. All right. Well, you know, you got a similar direction here. But you have to like emphasize the fact that you're pulling your entire body weight up onto yeah, a bar. I can't do that. Me either, which is why I wanted to correct you because you're not just doing I can't do either. <laughs> We're going here. I used to work at Kmart. Really? So that was did... the first job I got fired from. Oh, no. Gene worked at Sears, not Kmart. I was going to say. My, me and my brother worked there. My brother also got fired. He was selling cigarettes to minors. So oh. this is the Kmart now. It's obviously not here. It actually sadly closed down in like 2017. That's Somebody... when all the Kmarts closed. No, there's still one open in Columbia. Is there? Mm-hmm. The one I used to work at, Big uh, K. Big K. Yeah, we drove by it. Yeah, we drove by it. Remember That's the one I used to work by, at. Remember the one we, we drove by the the Kmart where um freaking what? I still remember the guy that fired my manager, Mr. Walker. What a dick. What a tool bag. He was a tool. Do you remember we oh, we also drove socks? by the Kmart parking lot where um Yeah, the Conrad Roy. Yeah, Conrad Conrad Roy passed away. Yeah. The Kmart, it all circles back in my life. So I used to work at Kmart. You know what I wish we I had wouldn't down call here? It, I wouldn't call it work, though. This is the Kmart right here. It closed down recently. As you see, it's just an empty shopping center. But there was, I saw in 2015, I think, somebody had Ooh, a Dairy Queen. Th- thrown like a uh, pyrotechnic bomb in there. Really? There's videos of this Kmart right here getting like engulfed in flames and shit that's kind of sad why would you destroy property there's no reason i don't know i don't know but we're going here this is 1985 when we're going to this kmart so obviously it was in the heyday of kmart in the heyday of kmart yeah so were kmart and walmart related no i I think they were competitors they were competitors but kmart i believe was getting funded our grants from the government. I don't know if this is true or not, but so you don't want, so Walmart would be a monopoly. That's the Walton family, right? Yeah. The Walton Walton family. So 
they come out, they would technically be a monopoly, which you don't want. And they're starting to have Amazon physical stores and all kinds of different stuff now. Amazon's its own empire. Yeah. I was on Amazon today. I love it. When I shouldn't have been. It's great. I, it, like, I mean, I or the other day I was like, oh, I could, could go to Whole Foods to get more trail mix, but I don't want to. Oh, let me just order from Amazon here the next day. But here's like, the thing, though. Like, it's great. Sometimes I feel like I don't want to, uh, like, contribute to the conglomerate, but it's so convenient. It's so fucking but dude, convenient. No, I, all right. I, you know what? I got a problem with that. They're like, oh, shop local. Don't contribute. Dude, if you don't freaking, if you don't, um, What's the word I'm looking for? If you don't uh, keep up with competition, if you don't innovate, if you don't innovate enough where you're getting pushed out of the market altogether, then you deserve to be out of the market because the point of technology is to make things easier and cheaper, right? And more efficient. So Amazon is doing that. So these big markets... They want you to go and spend more money there. That's not efficient. That's not but how markets are supposed to work. Just because small businesses are small businesses doesn't mean that they're not involved in technology and trying to make things more convenient. But they're not, though. They're just doing the same old thing while Amazon is getting it. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but I am saying everyone's going to fucking buy at Amazon if it's if you can buy the same thing for a lot less fucking cheaper and get it today instead of fucking next week. Do you like, see why? a future where Amazon is literally the only source of shopping? No, it's not the only source of shopping now. I know. I'm saying, do you see a future of that? No, where, I like, mean, we don't I, have I, a choice? I don't think you can allow it because then it would be a monopoly. No, you can't allow it. You can allow that. How are they going to stop that? You can't stop you can't It'd stop be the that. Only source. It's a what are you going to do? It's like stopping Microsoft. You going to stop Microsoft? Apple. Kind of similar to like how I feel about DoorDash. Like, fuck, man. Yeah, I could go to a store and pick up something and try to find it when Amazon's got a whole bunch of different selections at the best price. You didn't see that video though. But which I, video? The, about that woman uh, uh, taking a duty in the trash can with the DoorDash order. No, I didn't. I don't want to know. But I'm just saying, like, the convenience of those types of technologies really <clears throat> convenient. Well, All I right, don't know. so tonight we're going to 1985. Like the Bowling for Soup song. Hmm. Did you know that the lead singer of Bowling for Soup also passed away? But he not in 2022. That was, like, last year in 2021. Who? Adam Schlesinger. No one even heard of that. He's the Bowling movie. for Soup guy. Okay, no one's he heard of that. Out? COVID complications, really? I believe. Yes. He I did, believe. He didn't get that RFID chip. It was before, I think. <laughs> Keep going. All right. Tonight we're going to 1985 Pacific Commons Shopping Center, 1790, 17911 Pacific Avenue. This is in the Kmart. Now, at the time, 1985, the Kmart was pretty packed, right? There's a couple witnesses that I found in these old newspapers that saw exactly what went on. One of them was a one of them was one of the uh, bell ringers for the Salvation Army. Ding 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 ding. I always try to donate to them, even if it's like a nickel. But who has cash anymore, really? Sometimes I do. I have some right now, but I have to put it into the ATM, so I won't anytime soon. So at this Kmart, it was. Getting dark. I didn't see an exact time, but let's say 4.35 o'clock. A two-year-old girl 
was found wandering around. Kmart, just by herself. So a good Samaritan brought her up to the front. The police came. You know, where's your mommy? Where's your daddy? Now the girl, as I'll show you in one paper, she said, the police said that she was nonverbal, didn't want to talk, didn't want to say where her mom was, where her dad was. But then again, she is uh, two years old. All she would say is this one thing, quote, this is from what she said, quote, mommy is in the trees, end quote. Oh. That is, that's creepy as fuck. I don't like that. I mean, two years old, she's very young. So she didn't know how to get home or who her mommy was, what her mommy's name was, what her daddy's name was. She was found that Thursday and it took until Sunday for her, the little girl, the two-year-old girl to be identified. And she was identified by a nurse at the Mary Bridge Children's Medical Center. There was a newscast that went out, showed the girl's face. This is what's going on. Does anyone know the identity of this two-year-old girl? She is she's not really helpful. And, and I believe she went through a traumatic event of some sort. Maybe she saw something. But in the papers, the detectives, as you'll see does say that she is nonverbal. She she does talk, but she is very weary about talking. Meaning she's too young or she's like autistic and No, I don't think no, she's not autistic, but she's just She's young at two. She is two like years you, old, you yeah. You can barely have a yeah. conversation with a two year old. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So two year old wandering around, all she would say is quote, mommy is in the trees, end quote. So she knows something. She was found Thursday, identified Sunday by a nurse at the Mary Bridge Children's Hospital Medical Center. She saw it. They contacted the grandmother because they couldn't find the mother or the father. They could only get in touch with the grandmother. And the grandmother says, quote, Crystal ran to her and cried, Grandma, end quote. Some customers recall seeing this girl with, quote, Two women and another child, end quote, in Kmart. If you want to read this. Crystal Louise Robertson was found Thursday evening outside of Spanway Kmart, but her identity remained a mystery until Sunday when a nurse at Mary Bridge Children's Medical Center saw the girl's picture on the television news broadcast, Lawrence said. So that was from the News Tribune, 16 December 1985. Now, where is the mom and dad at? This is the, the mom and dad here. You see, they look like a really loving family. Mm. Why would they drop the daughter? And that's the uh, that's Crystal right there. In the pink? Yeah, in the pink. Now, I did in one of the sources I'm using tonight, which is Unsolved Mysteries, so unsolved.com, in the comment section, there is a Crystal that commented, and she says that she is the the same crystal but you can't i i do and everyone does believe it on that comment section so i'm sure it is but you can't actually be sure you know but you know we will read what she had to say on there but i mean who would fake that really you know i mean i guess people are pretty fucking shitty right we just did a case about some dude getting horsed she ran up and to her grandmother Grandma, 
But she still would say, mommy's in the trees, mommy's in the trees. So this is the mother and father right here. And if you want to describe this family for us. Young parents. How young? Um, I would say. The mother, Diana, Diana, Robert, Diana Robertson is the mother. How old is she? In her 20s, maybe. 21. What about Michael Reamer, the 30s. father? Yeah, he's 36. Michael Reamer Jr. is 36. Now, they actually fell in love at, I know there's an age difference, which is going to be talked about talked about as speculation because there's another case that is related with an age difference as well. So 36 and 21 years old. She That's met 15 years. She met him when she was 17. They fell in love. That is their daughter right there, Crystal. They look like a loving couple. From the Spokane Chronicle, the 4th of February, 1986, the information I pulled is that they were driving a 1982 red Plymouth truck with a cream-colored canopy. It also had a blue boat on top of it. So Michael Reamer there, he is a trapper. A uh, We talked about trappers before. They, like a trapper like that catches animals and gets their fur? Yeah, so he would do this primarily during the winter. He was actually a... He did construction as a primary job, but his winter job, he would, for the past 15 years, he would trap coyote, mink, fox, muskrat, and bobcat hmm. during the winter season. Right. Can someone remind me, is a mink like a weasel? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Those, like, you know, it's so interesting. It's like, I feel like our parents' generation fur coats were so in fashion. Oh, my mom has, like... She, One or two fur coats. Yeah. I think like all my aunts have a beaver coat. Beaver and a, coat. And a mink coat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know if that's a, I mean, I'm sure it's a northern thing because of the weather, but mm. like it was so in fashion. It was, it was like the thing. But to not have. just in fashion, it was a status symbol. Yes. Like before, I'd be like, before our parents' generation, it was more of a status symbol yes. than fashion, but then it was like more like, oh, look all, at me. Yeah. Like it just reminds me of Corella Deville. I have a uh, also sister act. Remember, you yeah, have, and yeah. Where she, where she Gosh, gets the yeah. fur coat. I have a human skin coat. That's gross. Okay. All right, again. All right. So Diana Robertson, twenty-one years old, Michael Reamer. They actually went out. This was December twelfth, nineteen eighty-five. They went out to check the traps, like they always do, and they took their daughter along with them. She wanted to go. You know, the alternative is leaving her with the grandmother. So they all went out in the red truck. License number HR9218, a Salvation Army. Bell Ringer actually saw the truck. He couldn't actually tell who was in the truck or who got out of the truck, but some of the shoppers there in Kmart did say, as I told you before, there were two women and another child, end quote. Crystal was nonverbal at the time. Lieutenant Jeff Edmonds says the following, quote, the real wrench in the investigation is the recovery of the little girl. She's not verbal at all. You can't communicate with her at all. End quote. Is Stella in here? Yeah, she's behind yeah, she's you. Right you haven't been able you. to smell she's her for the past 10 stinks, minutes. Thanks, man. Yeah, I don't, you'll probably oh, see it. I always thought that was you, Jen. I didn't want to say anything. I was like, what the fuck? Uh, you didn't I, see I, me can't, I can't smell her, actually. From you here. didn't it's see terrible, me react like, yo. like five minutes ago. I literally almost oh, gagged. She is fucking But disgusting. I didn't want to say it. Yeah, it's bad. It is bad. Poor She's been looking at us like, when are y'all done? I, I would excuse myself. I wouldn't just gas you. I'm like, Jen, are you 
poozing out your it's, per- perforated it's, colon? It's no. Stelly Bean. It's Stella. And I didn't want to say anything on the podcast or make a big deal, but you could see it on my Peanut face if you look at the video. Stelly. Jesus Christ is fucking... I can't it's smell her, so actually. It's bad. It's really bad. It's it so smells bad. like trash. It's okay, Stells. No, it's not. It She's it's, right behind me. No, it's bad. Like, you're lucky. I almost want to switch spots with you. I get it. Believe me, you have no idea what I was getting in the face last night from Luna. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. I oh, I like got up. She at calls one it point. the poot cannon. I, <laughs> I have a fan that blows it no. towards her more. <laughs> That's terrible. Oh my god, it was so gross. We have three night. fucking dogs. You Two need of to them. come over here and smell it. It's like we bathe them, and and you know we've got like now well, we've got the shower got, hose. Oh, you got the shower hose. It makes a huge difference. Good. I'm so glad that you guys worked that out yes it's I remember, good. that was a point of contention it for was. a little bit dude i even have the fucking diffuser going man maybe i should pour some more shit in there i think that we need to tell stella that she needs Put to go some to more essential room. oils no she wants to be here oh. yeah well, oh my gosh did i tell you i don't think i told you guys i got to take murphy to work on thursday oh yeah you did mention <gasps> you were gonna do he that he was so good Aww. he did not do like i li- I literally thought that he, I, I almost forgot he was there a few times because he was so well behaved until we went out and did the pet therapy session pet and then like, therapy? yeah, pet therapy where you like can play with the, the puppies and stuff. So some of the counselors brought their dogs and like, he was good for the most part. And then he got a little nippy. Like when he was getting like, once it was like over and it was, he was getting really overwhelmed and, and he nipped at a student and I was like, ah, oh, no. And I like got up and we took him away and one of the students was like, I'm good with dog bites. I was like, I'm not. And like, yeah. I was like, I can't, I cannot have that we're, on me right we're now. We're not. <laughs> so, but he was so good so just for the whole butt. day. Yeah. So where are the parents at? Why did they drop them off? Why the parents they... are dead or the mom is at least. The parents were reported by the father, Michael's father, senior, and also a friend, Steve. Don't stop. Put, Stella has get her out of there. Get get Stella. No. Well, stop petting her. I won't pet I'm, her, but I'm she's sitting on my hand. I just want to say that she's been really more, a lot more affectionate in the past few weeks, which I love. The couple was reported missing by Mike Raymer's father, Mike Senior. A friend, Steve Two T E W, also reported them missing and went out by himself to check all the trap sites, the the locations where he knew that they had had traps at. The grandmother took Crystal home, showed her photos of her parents, and this is what she said, quote, All I got was a blank look. She tossed and turned in her sleep, end quote. So I'm thinking that maybe she saw something. Hmm. She obviously doesn't remember it. If she, if that is the same crystal in the comments, she says, as you'll see, that she doesn't remember anything. So the question is, where is the parents at? Well, let's find the truck first. The red truck. It was a Plymouth, a uh, Plymouth Arrow truck. Nice little truck, little red truck. I think my dad's got like no, he's got a Ford truck, like that old truck. The truck was. Do you actually- think that the Superior truck is a Chevrolet or a Ford? I don't think any, I think a Toyota is superior. Anything American made is not superior. American made is usually shittily made. But you have an American made car. I have a car made for the war though. That's different. I need to talk to you about your Jeep after, but not now. Because I want to get a Jeep. Well, I don't want to talk to you about my Jeep. (laughs) (laughs) You can make a reservation. (laughs) 
gonna charge 20 bucks an hour well 20 bucks a minute what if i walkie talkie you about it will okay you, will you waive the fee <laughs> the truck was found two months later and this is the truck right here if you want to describe the truck oh it's like a covered oh no there's a body there holy <laughs> shit yeah forget about the truck <laughs> There is a body laying down on the ground amongst the leaves. I, I didn't know how long it would take you to find the truck or find the body. Well, you really <laughs> underestimated us. I didn't know how long it would take you to see the body. It kind of blends in. No, it does not. That is a body. <laughs> if it wasn't for the blue jeans, it would blend in. Yeah, probably. I mean, the sneakers. The but... sneakers, yeah. Okay, just like everybody's found, who found this body? A hiker. Um, um, a quote man walking his dog that oh, is yeah. literally 99 yeah. of the cases where bodies were found that's why i don't walk murphy because <laughs> i don't want to find anything <laughs> he can go in and out with a doggy door <laughs> like this is why we don't go on walks yeah murphy can go in and out of your colon Ew. <laughs> you're about to get fucking socked in the face a tube sock full of quarters in your face <laughs> Diana Robertson was lying dead in the forest alongside Mike's truck. She had been stabbed 17 times and a tube sock was tied around her neck. There was no sign of Reamer. When Detective David Neeser of the Lewis County Sheriff's Department searched Mike's truck, he found bloodstains on the front seat. All right, so let's break it down here. There was no sign of the husband. Uh-oh. Guilty. Let's say that quote about the two women and child was inaccurate because it could be, you know, people say they see things and, you know, whatever. I mean, because after the fact, they interviewed these people, the customers days later, weeks later, whatever. Oh, yeah, I think I saw a woman and two women and a child. Let's say that doesn't add up. Let's say something happened within the family. And the husband's gone. Let's say the husband was involved. Obviously, the daughter was out there, the two-year-old, during this. So as you read that quote right there, it says she was stabbed 17 times. Also, there was blood stains on the front seat, which I'm about to show you the blood stains. That would mean that... What, what would that mean? There's blood stains on the, the seat. He killed... Like, well, she was either... It, that she was either murdered in the car or she was dead and was bl still bleeding and was transported in the car. But then about... I'm talking about the daughter. That means that the daughter would be transported to Kmart parking after lot, which was... Mother, after the mother was killed. With the blood stains on the seat. Correct. So I just want to throw that out there, too. So what do you guys think so far? I know we haven't got over anything, like... Well, it the sounds husband's like, not found. It sounds like the daughter saw saw that her mother was either like w was either murdered or saw that her mother was put down in the forest because she kept saying "mommy's in the trees," mm -hmm. which at first I translated to like that is the in, mother that you saw. Well, at first I thought like in the trees, like in a tree, yeah, like body in a tree, but. When you think about a two-year-old, you see trees, mommy's in the trees. So, like, she saw her mom in, the, she saw where her mom was left. So, either she saw her murdered or dumped. Yeah. So, this is the photo right here. This is how the body was found. 
This is the mother in the trees. I mean, not technically in the trees, but, you know. To a two-year-old? To a two-year-old, yeah. Now, there was a tube sock around her neck. She was stabbed 17 times. Mm -hmm. This is the photo. Of the tube sock. Of the tube sock, yeah. I'm pulling these photos from the Unsolved Mysteries website unsolved.com so this so is she was she was stabbed and then strangled or strangled and stabbed i don't know i could not find that the autopsy it was still I'm not an, asking, it's still I'm an just open saying like it's yeah. either one or the other well it's still an open case so that actually the autopsy is not even available yet hmm. you know so so what happens is unsolved mysteries they're trying to find the father because they don't know if he did it or maybe he's dead somewhere or what but they do the Unsolved Mysteries pretty soon after, mm-hmm. and they uh, they actually have access to a lot of things, like the police report. They have access to basically everything. Well, the host's son was, like, kidnapped and Adam murdered, Walsh's? Right? Yeah, yeah, we did that, sort of that mm-hmm. case. Yeah. So, this is what it looked like, the tube sock. You see it's kind of wrapped around the neck. Mm-hmm. Now, two months after the disappearance, the mom's body was found. So it was two months after. she. I mean, the mom's body and the truck was found at the same time. You guys understand that? Like, mm. the truck wasn't found. In the mom. I mean, they're right it beside was each other. There. It took two months to find that red truck with the mom's body. And this is from that day when they found both? Yeah, they found them both at the same time, yeah. The, mom's bodily, uh, the mom was partly decomposed. She was on a logging road in Lewis County. Reamer, the husband, was still missing. This is what was inside the truck. If you want to describe that. I love you, Diana. Who's Diana? That was the wife, wasn't it? Yeah, Diana Robertson's the wife. I I want to read what, so we're on live chat, and Wolfie just said something kind of interesting. Mommy's in the trees, daddy's in the ground. Mm. Pretty interesting. Something's rotten in the state of Denmark. That was Stella. All right, so there's a note. Actually, what what kind of paper is that that's on? That's a manila folder. There you mm-hmm. go. Shit, yeah. That's an envelope. They still have those? Oh, yeah. it is an envelope. Oh, yeah. Excuse with me. The, it's the not a folder. It's an envelope. With the uh, little... Clasps. Clasps. Is that yeah, what they're called? Little metal things thing. that you push down. Mm-hmm. Yep. They're still a thing? Mm-hmm. So that's an, an envelope that's found on there. It's, quote, displayed prominently, end quote. It says, quote, I love you, Diana. That would lead you to believe if it wasn't the husband that they at least knew... She knew who her killer was. That's true, but they are also out in the wilderness. There's not a lot of people out there, and it's cold December morning. They're checking traps. Like, who would follow them out there? Now, we we have done a trapper story before where a, a lot of these trapper stories, there are conservationists and animal protection rights people, extremists, that will, you know, will definitely murder to you know, if someone's killing animals, they'll definitely take vengeance and stuff like that. So that is obviously one of the things too. But then you see this note right here that says, "I love you, Diana." So you don't really know the context of this. The FBI couldn't figure out if that is actually Mike Reamer, the husband's handwriting, but the grandma says it is. Her, was there anything? Her, her in, mother, excuse was, me, her mother says it was. Was there anything in the envelope? There was nothing in the envelope. At all. It was just the envelope, and written on the envelope was that I love you, Diana. This is what the grandmother says. I have cards that he had given to her on different holidays and he and things. He signed exactly the same way. Hmm. 
So let's talk about the relationship right quick. There was domestic violence in the relationship. In fact, Diana had recently won a court order, a restraining order against her husband, or not husband, shouldn't say that, against her boyfriend, Mike Reamer. And they were both willingly breaking that. It was an active restraining order. They were breaking it. Mutually. Mutually, because they wanted to work things out. Okay. But according to uh, Mike Reamer Sr., he says, quote, she changed her mind and wanted him to return, end quote. So if you, I have, this is a serious question. I'm not trying to like second guess or anything, but if you have a restraining order against someone, but then you want to work it out, like, wouldn't you go to the court to have the restraining order removed? I mean, think about it. It's just, that's a lot of work. I mean, I'm being serious. Like, because if I had a, if you had a restraining order on me and we love each other, we would try to make it work. And then if it finally were like, okay, we can do this, then we would go to the court. But either way, both of them technically are breaking the law. I don't know. I never had a restraining order. But but I haven't either. This is why I'm asking. So I don't know how hard it is to get them or to get get them off. Or but if it were me, maybe it costs money to do it. But if it were me and I had a restraining order against me, and even if the person who restrained me. And and I wanted to work it out, like I would not physically go. And this is a different time period. This is in the eighties, so you didn't have text messaging or any or anything. But you had the telephone. But if you if there was a restraining order and you were in like the physical proximity that was, you know, against the restraining order, I would want to make sure that that was not in place anymore before I went before I did that you know so that way you don't get like you're not breaking the law i mean honestly i think i think restraining orders are pretty common domestic violence is pretty restraining orders are common but i'm saying like i would before but well the the person who would report the violation of the restraining order is, is that person is the person who has the so restraining if they're order. like okay with it then yeah it was her decision but she what if okay so what if at the time what if at the time they were like okay with it but then something then something escalated uh, then something escalated but but what if something didn't actually escalate and then they said that something escalated and then you're in violation of the law like what i'm saying is like but they're like, not gonna yourself. charge you for it like they're not gonna arrest you for it but what kind of records do you have in the 80s? Like, you don't have the kind of records that we have. You didn't have email in the 80s. You didn't have text messages in the 80s. Like, you don't have... It's like our your word against my word. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, but I think you would have to, to get it. So if you go into the police station with bruises all over you, it's probably pretty easy to get one, I'd imagine. Right? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know. know. I'm but, asking. But... I'm, I guess the point of my question is why would you, why would like why would you bother going in the same proximity while you because have a restraining you love order, the person, but you have a restraining but it doesn't order matter, against Jen, you. You love the person. Plus, they have a two year old daughter together. They obviously they want to work it out. They love the person. I mean, I'm not if I I'm not judging that. I'm not saying that they shouldn't meet. Like they shouldn't. I'm just saying like wouldn't like i'm just asking like what would the ramifications be if you like nothing happened but then they said something did happen and then you don't have the means to defend yourself because there's a restraining order i mean i guess it's on you then if you willingly saw the person and then he 
I don't know, but if you love someone, then you're going to go to them. I mean, and I believe the court systems understand that and they kind of. Yeah. I, I don't know, though. I, I don't I've never been involved in that. I can't tell you. I've never had one against me. Never filed one. I guess the one. easiest thing might be having a third party person who is not involved so they can like. Get yeah, but I'm telling you, if you do love someone, you're going to figure out a way to work it out. You know, and most most we talked about domestic violence before. There's that three cycle, or that there's that cycle of three different things. What is it? The uh, the honeymoon phase. Mm-hmm. So you, let's say you you beat your wife. That's the the escalation period. The the very last straw. That's the last phase. Well, Wolfie says that they're hard to get in the first place and can only be granted once physical violence has already occurred. Well, there you go. Then this the first phase is the honeymoon phase. So. You know, you beat your wife and then she's like, I'm leaving. I'm done with this. And then, you know, the guy is changed. He's oh, I'll never be like that again. I want to be better. Then you move back in the honeymoon phase. Then the cycle cycle kind of starts over before. I think there's three different. There's three, three different. Uh, we talked about this before. There's three different levels of the cycle. I know that. Okay. Can't remember the exact ones. Anyway, there is domestic violence as far as documented violence. Diana had filed a complaint. She was actually thrown on the floor by Raymer before. He kicked in her apartment door, took her by her hair, threw her down to the floor, and rubbed her face into the carpet. Oh, there were also a couple other documented complaints. There was an active restraining order, but both of them, like I said, were violating it. Now, the father, Reamer Sr., says that at the time, the morning of the disappearance, his son told the senior, his father, that he wanted to, quote, hurry through the trap checks so he could work Friday, Saturday, Sunday for Queen City Roofing Company in Seattle. End quote. Queen City's in Charlotte. She fucking stinks, dude. Holy <laughs> shit. Dude, we gotta get her out of here, man. She's fucking terrible. Oh, poor Stella. She's so cute, but you're so stinky right now. <sighs> okay, girl. Can you Me read this? You. This is, um... I can't remember what newspaper. He wanted that pay time and a half and double time, Reamer said. He didn't have any money with him. I had to give him money for gas. It's a mystery, by golly, said Reamer as he swirled some cold coffee in a cup in the kitchen of a small Puyallup home. There, ever since his wife died two years ago, Reamer had eaten dinner with his son every night. Mm, but not the daughter. But this is from... Huh? But what? not the daughter? Well, I mean, maybe sometimes... This is from Unsolved Mysteries right here. A lot of the a lot of the information I got to pull from this one source. I mean, I, I use a lot of newspapers, which I'll put on talkmore.com. But honestly, Unsolved Mysteries has most the majority of the information you're going to find on this case. Mm-hmm. He beat her up. He took everything out on her. He blamed her for things that he did. If he was seeing somebody else, he would just turn it around like Diana was seeing somebody else and justify it in his own mind. So what do you think? You think the father did it? I mean, Mike Reamer, he's nowhere to be found, and she's dead. We can't prove he's alive, and we can't prove he's dead. If we could now show that he was dead, 
then it would be my belief that there's an unidentified third party who's going around killing people out there. However, if we can prove that he's alive, he immediately becomes a suspect, and that changes the situation dramatically. Hmm. So at this point, I mean, what's the alternative? Obviously, he's the primary suspect. Right. What do you think? I mean, think about the note. I love you, Diana. Or or I'm so, what was it? I'm sorry. No, I love you, Diana. I love you, Diana. Yeah, the note. Uh, I guess if it would have said, I'm sorry, Diana, maybe that would be different. Um, But what did he drop his daughter off at the Kmart? Maybe. You know, maybe. So... So he would be the tube sock killer. Yeah. Right. Unless there were more than one killing. Like, is there another tube sock victim? This, what you're seeing now is from the News Tribune 29th of October, 1985. So when did this murder happen? The Mike Reamer and Diana Robertson, December 12th, 1985. Mm-hmm. So I'm showing you a paper now from the News Tribune, October, 1985. So a few months before. You want to read the headline of that? Local woman's ID found with the headless body. This is four months prior right here. A purse found Monday with a woman's body near Hearts Lake Loop Road east of McKenna contained the identification of Ruth Cooper, who has been missing since August 10th, Pierce County authorities said. Quote, all things point to the remains of those of Ruth Cooper, said Emmanuel Lacina, Pierce County medical examiner. A Pierce County search and rescue dog discovered the body about 50 feet from where two hunters found a woman's skull Saturday, a sheriff's spokesman said. Mm. The body of Cooper's companions was found August 14th near a remote campsite in the same area the skull and body were discovered. Cooper 42 of Tacoma was believed to have accompanied Stephen Harkins 27 on the camping trip, although Harkins died from a gunshot wound in the head. Lassina said the woman's skull showed no signs of a gunshot wound. Now, this isn't in the newspaper, but from Unsolved Mysteries, the actual Unsolved Mysteries, they have the information of all these cases. There was a tube sock tied around her neck. Now, she is more decomposed. As you see, the head wasn't even on the body. Mm-hmm. Locals, woman's, local woman's ID found with headless body. But, and there's no pictures or anything available, but there was... Supposedly, from Unsolved Mysteries, a tube sock that was prior tied around her neck Mm. in the same fashion as the Mike Reamer case and the Diane Robertson. Now, Mm. there are other cases, too, but the the two cases I'm doing, which is these two cases, Diana Robertson and Ruth Cooper, these both have tube socks. So I'm only focusing on these, even though others may be linked, maybe a serial killer. But the M.O. of the tube sock is very unique, and I feel like the same person fucking did it. Because who, you know, that's a very unique thing to do. Right. You know Unless it was a copycat kill. Um, no, I don't think it was, because think about it. This, I, I looked through all the newspapers I could from the time about Ruth Cooper's body. And this was the first one, August 10th, four months prior and there was nothing in there about a tube sock or, or anything. There was no information about that whatsoever that I could find. Mm. I don't think it was available. I think only Unsolved Mysteries had that after Diana Robertson was killed. Mm. 
But I don't know. That's a good, yeah. But I'm, you guys are with me, right? When yeah. the fact when I say that, hey, it's probably the same killer. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. And and the and the ages too. I mean, I don't think the ages matter. But I mean, you look at there's a 15 year difference there. 27 and 42 is a pretty big difference. I don't think maybe that's got something to do with it. I don't know. All right. So four months prior, before the one we just talked about, 15 miles away from Diana's body, 50 feet from the skull. She was missing since August 10th. Emmanuel Lucina, which was the medical examiner, said, quote, no teeth were found in the skull, mm-hmm. end quote. But however, she was, she did have dentures, complete dentures, I guess, no teeth at all. But they didn't find the dentures from what I found. The medical examiner wouldn't elaborate on the autopsy and is not available, but he did say that her cause of death was, quote, homicidal violence, end quote. I don't know if she was sexually assaulted or whatever. That information is not available at all, Mm. even with the Diana Robertson case. Mm -hmm. Now, both Ruth Cooper and the person she was with, her love interest, Stephen Harkins, were auto mechanics. She was actually a crankshift machinist. Mm. Pretty crazy. She had two daughters, Cheryl and Cindy Cooper, and three sons, Corey, Joe, and Jerry. She was 42 years old. This is her and her her partner here. So if you want to read that, now I'm going to try to link this to other killings. Apparently, I don't know what the deal was. In, 19, in 1985, there were a lot of killings. A lot of killings. In fact, Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker, which we haven't really done that case, he was also kind of linked to this. At the time around this area, California, Washington, and even the Son of Sam cases, stuff like that, the whole satanic panic, stuff like that, there were these Satan worshippers that would do this. They would go out and kill people just to do it. That's what the Son of Sam, that whole conspiracy with him, said he was working for an organization, all that shit, the Night Stalker, Richard Ramirez, that, that's what they were all doing. There was a lot of murders, a lot of serial killings, especially around this area. And this area is uh, rural, a lot of woodlands. There's, you know, so to, to have, and I'm going to show you a list of all the murders, and you wouldn't believe there's a lot of murders that were committed. But this is one of the ones right here. Officials try to identify a body found at Fort Lewis. The body of a woman who had been shot in the head was found just inside Fort Lewis Military Reservation by a bicyclist Thursday afternoon. Authorities said that the victim was believed to be a woman in her late 20s who was reported missing in Tacoma Monday, but her identity was not confirmed immediately. The body, fully clothed, was found near the intersection of 280th Street South and 8th Avenue South near Roy and Captain John Driggers, Fort Lewis Public Information Officer. The body was discovered in the general area of Hearts Lake Loop Road, where the body of 27-year-old Stephen A. Harkins was discovered shot in the head in a sleeping bag near his campsite on August 14th. Harkins' girlfriend, 42-year-old Ruth Cooper, who is believed to have been camping with him, is missing and authorities believe she may also have been harmed. Sheriff's Detective Captain Mark French said, however, there appears to be no connection between the Harkins' death and the death of the woman where the body was found Thursday. Fort Lewis Criminal Investigation Division and the Sheriff's Office are investigating. 
So that's interesting because you said you did mention that there was an age gap in the other couple. Yeah. But this the but the in this case the the male was younger than the female. But there there is a well, huh? In the first case, yeah. The the female was younger than the male. Yeah, okay, yeah, switched. I don't know if that's a I mean, I doubt that has anything to do with it, but I will say that they said that they weren't linked, but I mean they are linked because you know, Unsolved Mysteries came out where they both had the tube sock, you know? Yeah. Uh, let, let me show you this one right here. This is uh, this is the murder spree that was going on at the time in freaking Washington. You won't believe this shit. Mm. So this paper right here, this is uh, from the News Tribune, Tacoma, Washington. This is 1990. I think I can't read that. But this is... The, the headline here is killers are still at large in many area murders. Mm. These are all the victims that were killed within 1985 to 1990. A lot of these were campers. Mm. So as you see. And some of these were solved, but a lot of them are unsolved. Roof Cooper right there. One of them, they say right here, if you want to, if you want to, um, yeah, read this first paragraph here. This is creepy. The victims listed below, men and women and children, have been bludgeoned, shot, stabbed, or strangled. One was even set afire with bug spray. Oh, no. That's crazy, isn't it? One was set afire with bug spray. So I'm not saying that the, the act of serial killer was killing, you know, has been responsible for more than these murders. Because of the tube sock was only found in two separate murders. Mm -hmm. But I found it really interesting that there were so many fucking murders that were all kind of the same. And clumped together. Years. Clumped together. Yeah. I mean, and I know in 1985, there were the murder rate was pretty high anyway. But so I, I don't know. I just thought, thought, thought mm -hmm. I thought that was kind of interesting there. This is a little bit about the death right here. This is from the Statesman Journal, 1985, September. This is about more about the murder of Ruth Cooper and Stephen Harkins. But on August 14th, a 72-year-old man from Roy, Washington, found the couple's car. That led to subsequent discoveries of Harkins' body. He died in his sleeping bag of a single gunshot wound to the head, authorities said. Beside Harkins' body lay Cooper's sleeping bag, boots and personnel belongings. Boots and personal belongings about 300 yards away, the body of the couple's dog, Max. Authorities believe the German short hair mix was shot at the campsite, <gasps> no. crawled a distance before dying. Family members think that the dog may have been shot as it tried to defend its mistress. I hate seeing that, but I love seeing it, too, because I love when dog dogs, you know, try to defend their owners and will get killed for that, you know. So this is very sad. I I hate seeing that, but yeah. Now there were bullets found, obviously. So in a sleeping bag, the guy was killed. He didn't know he was about to be killed. Obviously, he was snuck up on. Right. So why would you? All right. So if you're going to, if you want to sexually assault a woman in the woods, right? What's the first thing you would do as as a man? Um, neutralize her neutralize him you you want to get the man out the way oh you didn't say that there was a couple you said if you were sexually assaulting a woman no no no. but i'm saying you see her in the in the the woods with her husband or boyfriend okay. you'd want to get the man where yeah. he's not gonna attack right or anything 
So that's what was most likely going on. He went up to the man, shot him in the point blank range, killed him. Then he could have his way with the female. Right. There were bullets found in both locations of the same caliber. And Mike Reamer also had a similar gun, which is 22 caliber, mm. a revolver. But however, those are extremely common. Mm. Now, so the the there were bullets at the the first case we talked about but you know, no one was shot she wasn't shot so like where did those bullets come from we don't know maybe he was just target shooting or something or just you know decided to pop off a few rounds another speculation is maybe there was somebody came up on him and opened fire and just started shooting 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 maybe mm-hmm. they killed him who knows so what do you guys think so far like what do you think Mike Reamer is maybe the suspect I mean, he could be, but... Because then he would have to kill both. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean... I Which de- is possible. I definitely think it's suspicious that there were there were multiple... Because he was out there. The Remember, he had the traps out there. And four months prior, he would he was around the area and checking the traps. how far was the body found 15 from the other miles. One? Which, I mean... It's not too far, but yeah. it's a distance if you're trapping. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Like, how far do you go in a day? I don't know. I don't know. I, I would imagine, though, your traps are spread out pretty far. Yeah. Far, far. <laughs> anyway, so most people think it's the husband. However, we won't know. But I will tell you that the the most recent news came up here in 2011. Well, let me ask a very obscure question. Okay. Similar to my tarp question. But was the tube sock similar to the tube sock? That's a good question. That's a really good question. And I don't know. That information is not available. Like I said, both these cases are still open. Because like if a man, I feel like a man, if, or, or anyone, if you have a certain brand of socks that you like, you'll continue to buy the same brand of socks. Yeah. So if it was the same kind of sock, then yeah, I would say it's probably related. But if it's not, I mean, not to say that it's not related, but there's more of a chance. If it I, f- w- I feel like they should really test if they still have that sock, they should test it for DNA. Mm-hmm. Because nowadays, yeah. you know, I mean, Brienne, especially on her podcast, always does cases where, I mean, she did one the other day. This guy was 18 or something when he committed this murder in like the 50s. And he just got caught like two years ago. Mm-hmm. He's like fucking 80 or whatever. Wow. He's like old as shit. But DNA, the Ancestry.com, they should definitely test it. But the thing is, they're so backlogged with cases I feel like you would have to request and put kind of like a whole. Well, yeah. I mean, I feel like now that we know how powerful DNA is, they must be getting all kinds of requests. Yeah, I would imagine so. But you see it all the time. Anyway, this is the last news that I have about this. Other than Crystal, if that is her commenting on Unsolved Mysteries, which I'll put that link on the website. But we want to go ahead and end this. This is the last news about this case. This is from 2011. You want to read that? Mystery mystery lingers. Discovery of Trapper's skull Hmm. adds clue to couple's 1985 disappearance. Uh So they actually found his skull, Mike Reamer's skull. Really? Not too far Hmm. from the murder of his wife. So you would almost Hmm. want to rule him out unless he died by suicide. Yeah, can they tell when that skull was... That's what I'm saying. That's one of the theories. Could he have died by suicide? But then again, that would mean he had killed the other couple, did the sock, because, you know, and then 
killed his wife. Or said, he had still had nothing to do with that other murder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly, because, yeah. They were saying the tube sock was more not to choke out the woman, because remember Diane Robertson, she was stabbed 17 times. Right. It was more of a restraining, so she wouldn't scream. Mm-hmm. She was... I didn't see this anywhere, but she was raped, obviously. You guys understand that, right? So, like, the tube sock was more to kind of get her to be quiet and restrain her type of thing. It wasn't to kill her. The stab wounds were to kill her. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, the tube sock, if you wanted to silence her instead of kill her, I feel like you could have stuffed that in her mouth. But then again, what do I know? So now, I mean, this is pretty relatively new news the new detectives on the scene, everyone's retired. The father had died, I believe, in uh, 1993 or 2003, one of those. So the family members, you know, and this is kind of an obscure case. The only reason this is makes its rounds in true crime community is because of the tube sock thing and the moniker tube sock killer. You know, that's kind of the, the shtick with it, I guess. But anyway, that that uh, what you read there is from the Olympian, and I'll put that on talkmore.com. That doesn't mean that he didn't do it, right? Like you guys said, it, he could have he could have done it and then killed himself. But that I mean, they only found a skull, and it was half of the skull. Hmm. So who knows? Well, that would almost indicate. Well, I mean, you can't really tell for sure, but if it was if the skull was fragmented, then maybe he died by by a gunshot wound. Yeah. Well, Wolfie was right. He was in the ground. Mm-hmm. Crazy. What do you guys want to know? That's pretty much it, man. Like, I don't have anything. There's no other information. You know, I a lot of people, if you go to the Unsolved Mysteries website, and I'll put that on the on the uh, talkmore.com, a lot of the commenters are asking about Crystal. Like, you know, at two years old, I think she was almost three at the time, like, could she remember anything? People were like, I know she remembers something. I mean, at two years old, I know yeah. it was traumatic. And plus, I read we read that quote where she was couldn't sleep at night mm-hmm. after that happened. I mean, I'm I would speculate that she did see something, but well, at th- that young age, I don't think she's going to remember it. Well, I think that. You know, something tra- as traumatic as that would be logged into long-term memory, even as, you know, as young as you are, you don't necessarily has a- have as much long-term memory as you do. So she might remember it down the road? She may remember it down the road and not realize where, you know, her reaction to things comes from, like a post-traumatic stress, stress response. But she could also, I mean, as a two-year-old, like if she was dropped off days after this happened. No, it was the same day. Or same day, rather. She was dropped off the same day. Okay, same day. That makes it even easier. You still have short-term memory. You know, like if you, you, uh, for example, if you're a toddler and you get your toy truck taken away from you because you were misbehaving, you know, the same day you're still going to remember you don't have your toy truck with you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're, you're, there's still some, there's still short term memory. Mm-hmm. So if she is saying those things, there's a reason for it. Like, why didn't they kill her? Because you wouldn't want, I mean, I guess at that young age, you wouldn't want anyone to, like, even her to say, as a witness. As a witness, yeah. It's I don't like think they, they would be useful enough at that but age. But you think that the killer had compassion? If it was the father. Yeah. If yeah. it was the father, for sure. But, I mean, a lot of killers wouldn't kill children, I don't think. I mean, 
fuck, I don't know. But you see these comments here, like this first one, Crystal knows who did it. Well, at two years, like, yeah, no. it's, yeah, two years old. It's, you know, if it, I feel like, I feel like if it was her father, though, she would be more apt to say, uh, daddy hurt mommy or something right. like that. This one right here, Diane is my cousin. If you want to read that one right there, Jay. Uh, Diana is my cousin. You people are talking about. We are so fortunate that Crystal was spared by whoever did this horrible thing. Please respect Crystal's wishes and stop speculating about her, who, what, when, and where. If you know something about relevant, say something. Otherwise, keep your opinions to yourself. Our I fam- mean, let's be honest. It's true crime. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just how how it is. I mean, unfortunately, let me see. Um, she actually says something this is ron ferguson that's that guy isn't that that uh on anchorman or something ron you're ferguson? thinking of ron burgundy turd oh, ferguson maybe. turd ferguson that's what i'm thinking of see people are, yeah people do speculate i'm not saying this is her but this is she says it saddens me to see such silliness made in comments about my family's tragedy if i'm not Pointing a finger, I'm not pointing a finger or placing blame. What right does anyone else have? I mean, I don't know if that's even her, but right. uh, she says, how, if you want to read kind of this. How did the little girl get to the store who dropped her there? I don't think she walked in from the woods to the store. She says, someone dropped me there. It was a few miles from the crime scene. Oh, never mind. I couldn't have made the, that journey of my own at that age. During that time of year. Uh, I don't know. I mean, who knows if that's even her. You can't, you it can't... could just be some hoo-ha crazy person. Right. Who yeah. knows? That's why I usually don't like putting those in there. But that is, that's all we got, man. I don't know. Tube sock killer. If it was a serial killer, then he stopped or changed his MO or something. Well, I mean, yeah. I, well, he wasn't necessarily considered a serial killer because only two bodies were found with the tube sock, right? What do you mean? A serial killer can be... You can kill two people and be a serial killer. No, I thought no, it was three. three. No, it's... No. No, a serial killer is is not how many bodies you kill. It's if you're going to continue to kill. Okay. I'm not doubting you. I thought... I honestly thought no, it was No, so three. usually it's, it starts at two, and then if there's evidence that you're going to kill again in that same manner you're considered a serial killer that's kind of what it is not it's not based on how many people okay so if there's one incident and then another incident with the same type of thing you're a serial killer yeah yeah that's what that's kind of what the fbi states okay anyway anyway that's the story i hope you guys liked it yeah i don't know man maybe that was kind of maybe that wasn't as good as the horse one no i liked it better than the horse one not to like a murder the bojack one Bojack. <laughs> Bojack. <laughs> okay. What happens in the barn stays in the okay. barn. Well, okay. Well, that should be the title. <laughs> uh, I tried to think of some more horse jokes, but couldn't think of no, it. No, I think we're fine. All right. Anyway, I hope you guys like that. This Talk Murder Me. I know it's kind of a quick stories tonight, but thank you everyone for being on live chat. Wolfie. Everyone is in Wolfie. Yeah, Wolfie, thanks for joining us. For being on live chat. We are doing live chats now on Saturday. So if you guys are talking to Supremos, um, it's going to be on Saturdays based on Jen's other work schedule. Sorry. We actually have other jobs. So anyway, I hope you guys like that. And thank you so much for being here, like always. 
But that's all I got. My name is John. I'm here with Jen and Nicole. And until next time, good night, you lovely, lovely people. Hit me again, Tube Sock. Let's go!